Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Online, we have, uh, or on the line, or how we say that, uh, however we officially say that, um, Brandon Collins from the Valley Boys Podcast, uh, co-host, one half of the show or so. Uh, how are you doing, brother? Uh, doing all right, man. Uh, surviving California and uh, all the shit going on out here. Yeah, sorry to hear about California. I heard it's a bad place to be. Well, yeah, depending who you ask, that was uh, before uh, the pandemic and all that started, but... Yeah, no, we got that. Yeah, we got the race wars. We got the uh, we got the fires, uh, and traffic and taxes still suck. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's like you guys have palm trees. You're just not allowed to see them. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, the palm trees are great. You know, blowing in the wind and all that, and they're uh, yeah, they're all gonna be on fire soon. So we won't even have that anymore. Do you think California looks better on fire? It's definitely very pretty. It's very photogenic on fire, like. It's sacrificing itself for the sake of art, which I guess is uh, pretty California in a way, if you think about it. <laughs> that's hilarious. <coughs> that's great. Yeah, no, so, uh, that's weird. So, I mean, I guess God hates California, too. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? I think you, uh, I guess that would prove even God hates California. <laughs> yeah, apparently, man, like, uh, you know, one of the most beautiful places in the country, but, uh, uh, how are you guys surviving the Midwest? It's all right. Uh, it's, it's okay. I'm in I'm in St. Louis right now. It's like a it's it's a weird time. Like a, like it's a weird place. I don't know. <laughs> like just this is the weirdest timeline I've ever been in. Like people are like trying to like tell, make up rules every week and shit. I'm like like I have no idea what they're talking about. No shit, man. Like I've woken up a few days and like when you wake up from a very intense dream and your brain's still deciphering like what's real and what's not shit. There's days I wake up and, uh, and I'm reading the news and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's actually going on right now. But there's so much weird shit at once that you just kind of, like, lose track of what's real and, uh, uh, anyways. Yeah, it's like, I, I demand a more interesting apocalypse. <laughs> like, I'm gonna need to... <laughs> yeah, the, the worst one ever, the most interesting thing going on is the goddamn, uh, election right now, which is fucking horrible. Like that, that's the best thing that we got out. No zombies, no uh, rocket launchers, and uh... yeah, we're still we're still allowed to have elections. Apparently, we we can't have anything else, but we still have elections and uh, grocery stores between certain hours. If we go by ourselves and we spread out and we cover our face, we could still get food. But <laughs> like, it's, it's the weirdest fucking time ever. It's like a fifty-year-old like wrote this shit and they want to kill us all. Like I feel like like an old person trying to lie to me. Like all the time, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this is this." Uh, they, they couldn't go with the whole Holocaust. That wasn't a popular option last time. So they're like, "Well, how can we thin the population and uh, not have everyone abjectly hate us for it?" So and then uh, you know, yeah, blame Donald Trump for it. It's Donald. Donald yeah, it's everything bad's his fault, and everything good is someone else's. Just, <laughs> I've noticed that. Everybody, everybody just hates the president, and most of the people just like pre- like psychologically project onto the president. Like they're like he's this and that, and like they like describes the person like making fun of the per- person. Like you mean they've never even met Donald Trump, so they're just like he's this person because I saw like a fucking like video clip or something. Yeah, I, I find there's definitely like a lot of people too that uh, don't have their life together in what way, one way or another, and, and I'm the same way, but I, I don't. Like, I own my shit. Like, I know I'm a lazy fuck, and 
all that. But uh, yeah, the people who like haven't accomplished anything with their lives seem to be the ones who are the loudest about you know Trump being an asshole and a piece of shit and he's ruined this and he's ruined that. It's like, well, I hate to tell you, man, but our country's been uh, been fucked for a long time. Donald Trump's only been around three years. He hasn't like completely, uh, you know, the bad things he has done hasn't completely fucked this country. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of people doing cooler shit and make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. They're like, I'm gonna go with the billionaire real estate mogul on this one, guys. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's like going like Bruce Wayne versus like a fucking person, like or just a random person. Like, it's like they're like, I don't like, I don't like this guy. I'm like, well, what do you, what have you done? Like, what are you doing for the country right now besides complaining about the president and making us look divided? Like, what are they actually doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and a lot of people have lost their industry, especially out here in LA, and so they they've got a lot more Twitter time, and so they, yeah, they just they just double up on the rhetoric and all that but I mean if anything like those people are the ones who should be benefiting from uh, Donald Trump's uh, policies if they're you know claiming all the shit he's doing is for the rich and uh, uh, all, all their friends and I mean they should be happy about that they get to keep more of their money well, I think it's a projection. I think I think the Democrats represent the rich now, so they're always like, they're like, oh, he cares about the rich. I mean, yeah, he brags about being rich and shit. I act like he didn't grow up rich and his family hasn't been like a dynasty for a while. I mean, that's that's real shit. But I think like he, I think he's jeopardizing a lot of that for this. You know what I mean? It's like that guy could have literally just played golf for the rest of his life or like fucking did whatever he wanted forever, and like you know what I mean? He didn't have to. Like I feel like he got pissed off. I think I think Obama pissed him off, and, and like that one dinner when he called him out, I think that pissed him off and made him run for president. Oh, for, he, go guaranteed he fucking did. You can see the look on his face. He's like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, the difference between me and Donald Trump is Donald Trump's never going to be president. And then, so realistically, <laughs> if you're mad about Trump being president, go ahead and blame Obama. It's his fault, really. Basically, I think that, dude, honestly. Like, it's actually, like, it's hilarious, the concept. It's actually Obama's fault that Donald Trump is president. Because <laughs> that probably is true. <laughs> like, that's probably fucking true, honestly, as crazy as it sounds. Yeah, absolutely, man. He, uh, he misgaged his audience that night, so. But, uh, well, then again, everyone misgaged uh, Trump afterwards after he ran. That, that, to me, that was the craziest thing is, like, the, the polling, and we're kind of seeing it again, too, where, uh, like, Joe Biden's being propped up as, like, having this huge fucking lead over Trump. No way that Trump's going to win. And what usually happens every year is most of the Democrats don't come out to vote, and the Republicans show up and vote so yeah it was a weird it was it was weird for him like i thought hillary clinton was better at rigging elections he's like i was just like <laughs> yeah. I, I was like she's gonna rig this i'm just gonna go to sleep and then i wake up and donald trump's president i'm like oh my god shit <laughs> dude no yeah uh, no yeah it was that uh, yeah it was, it was absolutely amazing and, and i'm not gonna lie like i did and even to this day a little bit I, uh, I, I get a kick out of the people that, like, absolutely despise him. Like, he's the worst thing that ever to happen to humanity. And, uh, yeah, that, that, like, the image of that girl sitting on the concrete crying her eyes out during his inauguration. Dude, like, that's me. stop it somehow. <laughs> dude, Minute ate that shit up. That was hilarious, dude. I can't believe... I, it's just a, and most of these people are just projecting. Like, if somebody's like... If I, if I, like, say you're these things, it probably describes me better than you. You know what I mean? It's just like a, it's like yeah. a, just a projection. It's just like so anybody's like really loud and like they hate something or anything. Really, if you hate anything, really, you probably hate yourself. <laughs> like really, it's just like it's like oh, I just, everyone's just like they're, but they're too like emotionally like 
dumb, I guess, it's the best word, to understand that even that they're telling themselves, you know? It's weird. Yeah, no, no, I, I absolutely agree with you 100% on that. Um, you know, so, and they're, they're the loudest voices again. I mean, everything is looking like 2016 all over again. Uh, I mean, the thing you can say about Biden is he's not as hated as Hillary is. That, I guess, would be his one... Uh, uh, one strong point, but uh, other than that, like he's basically Hillary Clinton policy-wise with what he's done in Congress over years, and everybody seems to be overlooking that. They want to talk about all the shit that Trump's done in office, but somehow, you know, putting in another, uh, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton is going to make everything better. Yeah, the left would vote in Adolf Hitler if they didn't have to vote like Trump in. <laughs> they would, they would vote, they would vote, they would vote fucking anybody in but Trump. It's sad. That's like a slogan. They're like anyone but him. I'm like that's that's a that's a weak platform. <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> right. Like that was the whole fucking DNC convention too. They're like, look, uh, they they just like beat around the bush as much as they could without actually saying it. it's like, look, we we know this is a giant like steaming turd sandwich in front of you, but hey, it's uh, not as bad as that uh, full plate of shit that's Donald Trump. So vote for Biden. <laughs> like, fuck, how is that supposed to inspire confidence with people? Right. Like that that fucking does that you can throw at us. Like, and they're right. Almost anybody else. Yeah. Like if if Hitler were alive today, he would probably would have sparked more passion in people than Joe Biden did. Yeah, dude. I can't believe they pushed Biden. Like they're so out of touch. Like the status quo is so out of touch with like reality. And like the like in like the, our generation at least. I mean, I guess we're voting now. and They didn't expect this or something. Like I don't I don't understand. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense that Joe Biden would have been good. If I was leading the left, I would, I would, do, I would have definitely pushed Bernie. <laughs> like, I definitely would have pushed him because he, like, he had people like hyped up. Even if he's an idiot, like he had people hyped up, and like if I was going for votes, you know. Yeah. No. no absolutely. Yeah. I, I. Who fucking knows, man? Like, it, unless they're trying to lose on purpose, like they, they could have gone with anybody else in that field, other than Joe Biden, and it would probably. I probably have a solid chance at winning, but with Biden, I don't think everything's fucking slam dunk by by any means. No, that's how they lose. They they, they own the media, and you can tell because the media just like pumps that in like nonstop. Like they're like the three companies that own all the media companies tend to tend to be left winning, and and they'll just like be like, yeah, good job, just high fiving each other and sucking their own dicks and shit. And and then like they <laughs> and they don't have like any kind of like pull. Then they had they had it for a while. I mean, I mean that was a. That was a good run where, like, fucking old-school media, like, ran things. But, I mean, Silicon Valley's trying to do it now, I guess. But but I just think that it's just so we don't ever really have freedom, I guess. But, like, but at least we're getting away from that and we'll figure out the new... Sh- I don't know. I'm trying to f- I just, just figure out where it all goes, you know? Like, this is an unprecedented time. Like, I have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> like, like, no one does. We're like, what... Like, this is the weirdest and most boring end of the world of all time. Yeah, there's a lot of shit happening, but you're not real excited about any of it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have to uh, renew my car registration, you know, out, out of all this and uh, fucking parking enforcement still going around the streets. So I have to make sure that I have my fucking meter fed out in L.A., you know, those bastards don't come around. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, it, yeah, it's definitely the fucking worst apocalypse uh, of all time. I have so many uh, parking tickets from, like, 2014 in California. <laughs> <I probably have> <laughs> <laughs> well, what brought you out here in 2014? I was just, uh, no, I would, I would do comedy shows. I was a comedian before I, uh, before whatever the fuck I think I am now. And, like, I would just, uh, and I would, I would go out there and uh, do a bunch of shows, and, like, from San Diego all the way up to, like, Canada, basically, like, Vancouver area. Dude, yeah, they're, they're fucking 
fucking like they, they are Nazis here in LA, man. They will like park around the fucking corner with a bush in front of their car and wait for you to get out for five fucking seconds. And they'll come around like writing you a ticket for a hundred dollars. And the cops, and the cops are like beautiful. You can't even be mad at them. I'm like, this is like a perfect looking man handing me something. I'm like, this is like the most handsome. Like, like if you just like like printed a handsome person, they're like writing you a ticket. I'm like, I'm like, even the cops are beautiful here. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even yell at this guy. Yeah, the, yeah, the police is a side job. Yeah, they're all like, they're all like, they're like everyone looks perfect. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was like the only person who had a six pack when I was out there. I remember everybody was just like, um, like in the parts of like San Diego, I guess, like uh, PB, Pacific B, or what the fuck was that? PB? I don't know, man. I don't know California that much. It's been fucking six years or so since I've been there, like heavy. I've been, you know what I mean? But, so, like, what do you, what brought you into this whole thing? Like, did you do, man? Like, uh, since, see, so your interview, I forgot. I, I got lost for a second. Um, <laughs> so, what um what brought you into the like the podcast game basically I guess? Uh, well, basically, me and uh, me and David been friends for a while, uh, and uh, I was uh, on the road as a truck driver at the time, and I was it was just fucking killing me, wearing me down. I'd been jumping around from job to job at that time, so uh, I ended up out in uh, L.A. where Dave is at, and uh, we ended up meeting one night talking and. Uh, yeah, we start throwing some ideas out there, and uh, he says, well, you know what, man, like, there's a lot of opportunities here in L.A. for some of the shit that, you know, you want to do, and, you know, and the podcast was one of the things that we brought up, and it's like, you know what, man, I've, I'm really not happy where life is right now, and, you know, I'm still young enough to make shit happen, but I'm not super young to where I can keep putting it off for a few more years, so I'm like, fuck it, let's do it now. So that's, uh, I decided to move out to L.A. and did that uh, about two and a half years ago. Cool, cool. That's a, how old are you, man? I am 36. I'm geriatric as fuck. Yeah, we're like that. Okay. I, didn't, I knew you were around the same age. And then, um, so you're from, you're from Iowa originally, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark, in the middle, it's about an hour north of Des Moines. Okay. Um, so yeah, cornfields, uh, pig slaughtering plants, and, uh. Yeah, pretty much anything you would think about Iowa is where I lived. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have that Midwestern like kind of like um, like point of view, I guess, as well. I can see that as well. Like in my, I mean, like relate to that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you yeah, have the accent too. You know, I can't figure out if I'm trying to be Canadian or uh, Minnesotan or whatever. <laughs> we got a little bit of fucking everything. It's like whatever gets me paid. That's what I'll be. <laughs> whatever gets me paid. <laughs> Hey, exactly, man. Hey, you know, everyone's trying to make a dollar in this life, so why fucking not? So are you looking to get into comedy or something, or what are you going to do? Uh, like, where, where do you see yourself, like, getting further into entertainment or staying with podcasting, or what do you, where do you kind of see yourself doing? Uh, yeah, I'll keep fucking around with this. I'm going to fuck around with comedy. The, the, the funny thing is, uh, the main reason I moved out here is I wanted to get into pro wrestling. Like, that was, <laughs> uh, that was like, my childhood dream that I uh, put off for... Years, like I, I, you know, I got a normal job and all that. So, and I'm like, you know what? I'm young enough. If I'm going to do it, like I need to do it now because that window's closing up. So I figure, you know, out here in LA would be a perfect opportunity uh, because of all the other shit that I can do in addition to that. You know, so I can chase after that as like a hobby, but then I can jump into comedy, podcasting, done a little background acting and shit like that, and just keep fucking around with all this other shit my biggest goal in life is I really don't want to ever have a 9 to 5 job again like I just 
you know, and to the people out there that like do it, love it, cool, good for you. I've I've done it. I've been there. I've got the scars and the fucked up shoulders and all that. And I just yeah, I just have no desire to do that for uh, the rest of my life. So, you know, I'm, I'm going after this now. That's about badass. No, wrestling's probably the best. Like, I love wrestling, dude. Like, and I think, like, WWE, like, sucks, like, riding-wise right now. So it would be a good time to yeah. swoop it, dude. So, like, I mean, he's like, it would be a good time to, like, I mean, I think the federations may split up again if, like, they don't have a strong, dominant, like, lead, honestly. And they're kind of are with NXT and some other shit. Like, the wrestling game's interesting yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's opportunities all over the place. Japan, too, is another one. Um, True. I mean, yeah, so... Yeah, so like now, now is the perfect opportunity to to try to jump in, uh, jump into there. Now to do it at thirty six, like maybe that's my gimmick. You know, I come out with a walker, and then all of a sudden I just like rattle off drop kicks and suplexes to motherfuckers, and you know, I, I roll with the old band gimmick for a bit. You know, <laughs> dude, yeah, that's fun. Uh, you're near like uh, Hood Slam. Hood Slam's in Oakland, I think. Like, uh, like that's a. Have you heard of Hood Slam? Uh, heard of what? Uh, Hood Slam. It's like a it's like a wrestling organization. Uh, it sounds familiar. I've come across a ton on social media, uh, and I try to keep up with as many as possible, you know, because I eventually want to travel around doing that, much like you did with comedy, so. No, that would kill, dude. No, wrestling wrestling always is awesome. It's like the traditional American heroes, you know, like the like some of them, and villains, like just traditional like archetypes, and like, I, I like that shit for, I used to really get into wrestling, the Attitude Era, shit like that. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, St. Louis is a great tradition there. Harley Race, one of the biggest names of all time. Yeah, wrestled out of St. Louis. Yeah, we had that. Uh, uh, Randy. Yeah. What were you saying, brother? No, what were you saying, brother? Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say Ran- Randy Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton. Like, yeah, there's, there's a long legacy there of, uh, uh, of pro wrestling. No doubt. No, that's definitely, that's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, so now... Uh, uh, are, are you still, uh, are you going to jump on the comedy bandwagon, try to do, like, some online shows and shit, or are you just focusing solely on your, uh, congressional race right now? Um, see, I, I feel like I'm focused on hella shit, I don't know. <laughs> I, I definitely started writing a, started writing, like, a comedy special, like, a while back, and then, like, like all this shit stopped, so then I started turning it into a cartoon, so I'm basically doing, like, a cartoon comedy special right now I'm working on, and then I got a movie, I got a movie coming out next month or this month or something, like, on Amazon and some other shit, like... I just been working on a bunch of creative shit while I'm like running, dude. Like basically. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Fuck. You have no, a, it's good. You're always staying busy. No, you have a you have a podcast where the interview keeps going like back and forth on the interviewer. <laughs> like you're like, no, tell me about it. Like it's just it's kind of funny because like you like not normal guests wouldn't have like that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like that. I feel like it's funny. Yeah, and I kind of hate like the the traditional format of like. Oh, we have a guest, you know, like, uh, let's do a rundown of uh, shit you've done in the past, the greatest hits that everyone's going to know. All right, let's spend five minutes talking about, like, you know, shit that you got coming up. Almost like a, just a formulaic, like, late night show. Uh, Basically. I, to me, it's, it's more entertaining, like, right now, you know, I've been sitting here drinking for a bit. <laughs> um, and to me, it's more interesting when you just get, like, a, you know, conversation going, just start shooting the shit about whatever's been going on like talking to a long uh, an old buddy I haven't talked to in a long time no it is I, yeah it's definitely cool and like only a person that has a podcast would even think about that before they go on a podcast or like talk about it it's just like an interesting perspective like because you're basically just doing the same thing I'm doing <laughs> like pretty much I was like so yeah oh, you guys do the same thing cool like yeah, it's like and you guys I listen, yeah. I listen to a lot of your shows are good man I was tearing through them like um, yeah, I have some good stuff I have your guys sense of humor and stuff too 
And like, uh, it's funny we talk to certain guests. You can just tell you like you guys are super hyped about them and shit like that. And like, it's just a good vibe. Like I just like I like what you guys do. You know, it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, but well, it's been interesting too because like it, there's like certain guests that you have on, and you think like, oh man, yeah, this this episode is going to be fantastic, and then it's like, ah, eh, well, it's not bad, but it wasn't quite what I thought it would be. It was still all right, uh, you know. And so like sometimes. You know, you get in your head and uh, about how shit's gonna go and all that, and um, you know, we we've just like found over time that it's better if we just if we just go out and riff. You know, like that's that's the best episodes that we've had where we just go back and forth after big shit on the fly, and you know, you fucking sink or swim at that point. So. That's smart. No, it's cool. It's cool seeing like how well it's done so far too. Like. I think, I think that a lot of people, have, like, everybody I know has a podcast, but it's cool when you have, like, an interesting kind of, like, thing going. And I think it's just you guys. I think you guys, like, have, like, some, like, gimmicks in there as well, but I think it's just you guys that people are drawn just yourselves, you know? And I think that, like, um, and your guests are good. You have good guests, and, like, it's just, you guys are authentic to yourselves, and I think that's important, like, why it's working so well, in my opinion. I, I mean, in all honesty, man, like, we have this spot where, uh, where, where we used to go and uh, drink in, uh, by the L.A. River and then piss in it. Uh, on a regular basis, but we would spend like an hour or two out there having bullshit conversations, and a lot of shit that we do out there is like what's on the podcast. Like, you know, we really don't censor ourselves that much. You know, we we, we just sit there and have fucking conversations, and it works, yeah, just because me and Dave have a good dynamic like that. So, yeah, uh, you know, that definitely helps more than anything. It's yeah, it's just hard to push it when uh, you know when shit just ain't gelling together. No, definitely. I think this like, you definitely have a good vibe. Like, uh, no, it's, it's it's interesting. So, again, for the listeners, uh, Vibe Boys podcast, uh, and they've had some big guests so far. I mean, they've had like uh, like uh, Doug Stanhope was huge. Fucking, um, fucking, um, uh, yeah, that, guy that from the Offspring. Be coming out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we had Noodles, a guitarist from the Offspring. Jimmy Dore was on. Um, so yeah, yeah, we've definitely had some uh, yeah big names. I mean, for for being early on in the, in our podcasting career, you know, it's generally not supposed to happen this quick. But no, I mean, you know, fuck. It does for yeah, winners. You think it, when it, comes. <laughs> it does for winners, man. You, yeah, you're 23 episodes in too, and like you've already done like a lot of cool shit, and like have a lot of downloads and shit. Like it's it's uh, I'm I'm kind of impressed. Like it's, like seeing people just come out and like do dope shit like that. I like seeing people accomplish shit and like go, like accomplish what they're after, you know. Oh, oh fuck dude yeah the Jimmy Dore episode was great I smoked so much weed with that guy fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man I, I was already baked so baked by the beginning of the episode I couldn't figure out how my fucking headphones work and then we ended up like with two and a half hours almost of recording somehow after that but holy shit yeah yeah so yeah we've had some good times with it man we got big plans for it and, uh, you know we're, we're, all gonna, we're gonna be uh yeah, kind of doing our own things as well. I like keep the Valley Boys going, but we're going to get our own shit going too on the side. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, man, if we can just make a living, make money doing this, fuck, you know, roll with it. You know, I'm not going to rock the boat. Like I said, I just don't want to work nine to five anymore. So, you know, if I find my niche, I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, no doubt. Should we, uh, should we call Dave on three-way? <laughs> uh, let me see if I can get a hold of him. I think he's at work right now, actually. Oh, dude. Should, yeah. we, should we try still, or what? <laughs> I'm just trying, I don't know. Yeah, let, let, me, uh, let, let me text him and uh, yeah, see what's up. But, uh, <laughs> so, now you're, so now you're just getting your podcast going again for, uh, 
For the first time in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. When the whole quarantine thing happened, I just didn't want to like fucking complain for six, like for like however long. It just would have been me like complaining. I'm like, I'm like, I did nothing today. I hated. I want to overthrow the government. Like, like it was just like it would have been like fucking ridiculous for like. So yeah, just stop. There's nothing to fucking say. I feel like during that time period. Oh yeah, I mean we ran into that problem too. We we, we kind of had like a couple month period where there was a lull going on, and yeah, it's just after a while, it's like oh, into the grocery store today. And, yeah, some fuck sneezed in their mask and just kept walking around. It was fucking gross. Like, yeah, that's a 10-second story, you know? Yeah, nothing you happened know, all day. Yeah, I remember asking people, I'd be like, so wh- I'd be like, so what'd you do today? And, like, we would just laugh at each other because, like, no one was doing anything. <laughs> like, I'm like, so, like, well, yeah, what have you been up to? Like, nothing. I've been doing nothing. Like, yeah, I've caught up on, like, uh, with old friends and shit, but, like, that's the, that, that's been the majority of it. Uh, but now, like, things are finally starting to open up again, so, I mean, there, there, there's a little hope that maybe not necessarily by the end of this year, but early next year, like, well, you'll, you'll be in Congress next year, so you're not going to have time for uh, stand-up comedy unless you incorporate it into your uh, floor speeches. I can still do dope shit while I'm in Congress. I feel like I can still release art. <laughs> I'll just be like, bam. It'd be hilarious, like, just, like, dropping comedy specials from Congress. That's fucking, I never do that. That's fucking legend. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, that's how Ukraine ended up. Well, and they had a horribly corrupt leader before him, so, I mean, they probably could have ran a doorknob, but it turned out way better the way it did now. <laughs> that's hilarious. He's replaced with like a random dude, basically. Or he's an actor, I guess, still, but that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, look, yeah, it looks like Dave's stuck at work, unfortunately, so. We'll call his mom. Do you have his mom's number? <laughs> God, I should, I, I should have got it. I, I probably could have done that. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I'm just joking. We're just like, dude, the best, shit, the best shit's like when you interview porn stars and you're just like asking to call their parents and shit. Because like, I just want to fuck. I just want to, I just want to like record like porn stars telling their parents that they do porn, and just fucking die laughing. But like, hope that everything works out for them <laughs> too. But like, just like, I bet that shit would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be crazy. Oh. Man, are you drinking on anything right now, or are you doing this sober? Oh, I'm smoking mostly, but like I'm like uh, I should be drinking that, but I'm not. I'm not yet. I got I have I have like a bunch of podcasts today. I have like five podcasts today. And I didn't want to get shit faced because I feel like I would just drink all beer bullshit with you, and then have to go into like another one. And be like, oh what? Oh so, holy shit! Which one are you on right now? Is this your first one of the day? Yeah, it's the first one. I've, this is the first one I've recorded in a while. Yeah, no, it's just. Uh, so this will be the like probably start of a new season or something. I don't know. Whatever however that works. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so like all the ones you're doing today are gonna be all your shows. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna. T- 
tell everybody to listen to your show. We're going to be like, listen to the Live Boys podcast right now. Stop this episode and go to their podcast right now and listen to it, okay? Listen. To- <laughs> no, same thing, man. Like, uh, yeah, I'll be happy to promote your shit, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're one of my favorite guests that we've ever had on the show. I mean, not just political-wise, but like, like you're saying, man, you're genuinely authentic. Yeah, you came on the show, you spoke your mind, you didn't like try and watch the words that came out of your mouth, you weren't worried if you said something that was going to offend anybody, you just spoke your fucking mind and that's great, you know? Like, don't have to agree with everything you said, but, like, to me, that's what you would want out of somebody who who, who you interview. Like, it, you know, you don't want to be interviewing a character or anything like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> or like Dane Cook, just like telling stories all the time. Oh, fucking Christ. Remember that guy? Yeah, uh, yeah, vaguely. Like, uh, yeah, his best, uh, yeah, his best work was in the movie Waiting, and then somehow he was a comedian selling out Madison Square Garden for like a couple years, and then occasionally, like, uh, I would see his name on the, you know, hey, Monday 10 p.m. The Laugh Factory, uh, Dane Cook. Yeah, now he's that's where he's at, and like he'll he'll do these bits where he's he'll get mad sometimes and just yell at the crowd like I'm damn fucking cook he looks get all pissed off and shit he still has the ego from success but not uh, not the success it's weird and crazy but yeah, I feel like he just like told stories he was okay he just like told st- he's like Kevin Hart or something Kev- Kevin Hart just tells stories it was just like guys like hey, blah, 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 blah. And it's like I don't I, their life's not that interesting so it's like why are they telling stories should they talk about other people's lives I guess instead I don't know right uh, uh, fuck yeah probably <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, yeah. It one time I was on tour, and yeah, I don't know. I saw Chris Rock, and he was having a gangbang with you know three midget strippers or some shit like that. And I just something like that. But yeah, I, I never found that dude to be that funny. I, I'm never gonna understand how some comedians got as popular as they did. But I mean, fuck, I'm not the one buying their shit. So well, I think a lot of times it's like like laughter is like a, a socially acceptable thing to where like they they'll they'll feel left out or stupid if they're not laughing with the crowd. That's how like guys like Will Ferrell work, I think, to where like you, you just like you like see him do something stupid and everybody's like, oh, that's hilarious. So, like you they just want to fit in and like know that like they're like I have a sense of humor because I think Will Ferrell's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like it's it's yeah. a, it's like a psychological thing. It's like funny. Like it's like a crowd thing almost. Like. I fuck. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Dean Cook was supposed to be a hypnotist or something like. Or maybe I just I don't made know, that up. People caught on his bullshit pretty quick. Yeah, I know. He was weird. He had like hair <laughs> gel. Or maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, yeah. I haven't actually seen that dude in a long fucking time, like doing anything. So, yeah. I mean, this was before the pandemic. For. <laughs> Died up quite a bit, but that's—I mean—that's—that's that's what a lot of them do now. Anyhow, like you'll drive by Kathy Griffin; she was doing like a weekly thing at the the Laugh Factory. So they—they they all have their little shit where they settle into in their retirement home here in LA. As far as like you know, comedy goes. Yeah, my buddy books that. He he books the at the Laugh Factory. He was—he's uh, from here. He's in—he's uh, in waiting actually too. Then uh, he was the one of the cooks. You know the cook with the blonde hair. Then that movie. Oh uh, yeah, vag- yeah, vaguely. Yeah, like I figured it's like a cult classic film at least. Yeah, but like, uh, but no, he he's actually in that. Movie. He books the. I think he books the Laugh Factory, or one of those. It's a comedy store. He books the Comedy Store. I'm an idiot. He books a totally different place that we weren't talking about. <laughs> like, I, uh, wait, dude, yeah, well, yeah, there, there's a bunch of them out here, but yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, the Comedy Store is probably the biggest one. Yeah, those are cool. So, 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 so am I gonna get a, get a good chance to see you on the stage out here again someday? Potentially, yeah. If we could ever leave our houses again. Like, <laughs> that should be next year. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll, uh, 
you know, fuck it. Yeah, I was... Either that or I'll just get COVID and die. <laughs> Start over again. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, both both sound boring, and I'd rather do awesome shit instead. I just feel like this is a crazy, unprecedented time. No, uh, yeah, no, so are you... Where are we going with this interview, man? Where do you think... <laughs> What's next, you think, man? What should, what should I ask you? Oh, Christ. I have no fucking clue. I mean... You didn't do my job? I pretty much been through... Uh, <laughs> do I want to do your job? You I did, did it last week. Yeah, last week, uh, last week I was the one that had to watch uh, like how much I was drinking and shit. Um, how close do you think we are to actually... Uh, getting like marijuana legalized at the national level. I think super fucking close. Everybody's talking about it. Like every candidate's talking about it. Like yeah, and it looks like uh like even even Biden finally came around to uh to it a little bit, but <laughs> he's um, like he's like I'm going to read I'm, I'm going to take back what I did forever ago. <laughs> Like, yeah. like he's yeah. like he's like the guy who made it illegal, like like severely illegal in the first place, and then now he's like, yeah, I think I'm actually. You guys are right. <laughs> you guys are right. Yeah, yeah, and Kamala Harris, and, and magically they, they they've added that to their platform, like in the last I don't know month or two, whatever it's been. Um, <clears throat> yeah, did you ever see Trump doing it? So like, let's say Trump wins, though, do you do you uh, see him finally like taking that off of uh, the Schedule One substances list? I don't know him personally, but I would think it'd be a good move for him, honestly. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it'd be a good fucking move now, man. It's, it's especially with, uh, he's kind of taking a little bit of a hit today in the media, but uh, like that'd be a perfect opportunity. Yeah, I'm bringing troops home from uh, Afghanistan. And by the way, you know, oh, now, yeah, uh, yeah. we legalized. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Merry Christmas, America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be the perfect opportunity for this. No, would Trump seems like a guy who'll strike like right before voting time. <laughs> he always seems like the guy who's like, okay, I'm gonna drop it right. Like, you know, what I mean, whatever he's got, I think he's uh, he'll he'll be like that. It's like right before the vote. Oh, absolutely, man. He, he's he's got a few tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be on. Be over. I'm ready for uh, whatever happens. I'm just ready for the fucking thing to be over, and then we can move on to the next thing uh, that we all hate ourselves about. Yeah, we'll go back to dumping ice water on ourselves and uh, arguing about dress colors. Yeah. Do <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, the fucking, yeah. Dumping ice water in themselves for, I don't know, mucky, muscular dystrophy or one of those fucking things. I'm like, well, how does that help the fucking kid in the chair, man? Yeah, like, he's fucking crippled. Like, he's dropping a bucket of water on Like, did you donate any money? No, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you self-serving prick. No, exactly. Just expose people as that. Like a, it's what people like that, that don't have podcasts like do for attention. <laughs> oh, dude, I, you know what? For, for as much as I hate social media, uh, like it really gives you uh, a look into like the American psyche and shit. Uh, it, it, like, just, they do the most inane shit for fucking attention. Uh like one of the biggest things now they'll just ask random questions on Twitter it's like uh you know uh so I had an itch on my butthole today uh and I scratched it till it bled I don't think that's normal what about you Twitter <laughs> and there's like 2,000 people that fucking reply to it yeah no, that's crazy <sighs> so it's I, I mean it's a lot of people say it's like the downfall of mankind. I say it just gives us a glimpse into where 
mankind was already headed just gives people an outlet to let their stupidity out now, you know, and their their fucking vanity and everything else. Dude, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what are you smoking on anyways? Uh, what, uh... Um, I, pl- I plead the fifth on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, throw out your um, throw your social media and like um, and website stuff for you down here outside. End up talking for like nine more hours, probably. I'm sorry. What, what was the last question? Just go ahead and throw out your social media and like um, and like any like your podcast, website stuff like that, real fast. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my social media at El Oso Blanco sixty nine. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter there. Uh, at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter as well, and you can find uh, find the podcast on uh, you know Apple, Spotify, a few other places as well. Search around, and you'll find us. Cool, dude. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We'll, we'll have you back, and, or I'll have you back on at some point, man. Uh, but I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a good time, dude, for sure.